This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. God, you actually get out, you reap more than you, than you sow because he's going to increase. And the, the one thing, um, I'll increase, uh, this is true with natural law, uh, and natural law is reflective uh, of spiritual law. All, all natural uh, law really finds its root and its uh, foundation in spiritual, uh, in spiritual law, and all increase comes from seed by way of seed. Everything comes from a seed. Everything doesn't matter whether it's plant life, animal, uh, uh, animal life. All all life uh, is uh, has been set up by God that it starts with a seed. And it doesn't stay the same. A seed doesn't just uh, doesn't just remain single. Any time that a seed is uh, sown, God increases it. And there are different measures of uh, of increase. But you know, um, take corn for instance. You know, uh, one kernel will produce how many other one apple seed will produce how many trees, how many seeds it will produce, how many trees it will produce, how many apples will produce. It's multiplication, increase, addition at first, but then multiplication. But all increase comes from seed. Now, the Word of God is the ultimate seed from which everything came. Turn with me, if you will, to John, uh, the first chapter. Um, you may have seen these things before. It might be the very first time uh, that that you've seen them. But we we don't want to come and just hear opinions and uh, somebody's uh, pet platform and things like that. We want to hear the word of God because the word of God is the ultimate seed. And, and <clears throat> let's read this in in John one and one. It says, "In the beginning, before all time, was the word." And the Word was with God, and the Word was God Himself. He was present originally with God. So we can interchange. Uh, he's talking about Jesus there. Uh, Jesus was called the Word. Uh, so we can interchange that. They said the Word was present originally with God. All things were made and came into existence through Him, the Word. And without Him was not even one thing made that has come into existence in him was life and the life was the light of man. Let me substitute the word in there, God's word. All right, it says all uh, the word was present originally with God. All things were made and came into existence through the word. Remember in the beginning when God created, it says that there was chaos and confusion uh, on the uh, uh, where earth and heaven where earth was concerned it says and God said let there be and then there it was God spoke and that word the original seed created the harvest that God desired <clears throat> it works the same for us 
in, in the word was life and the word was the light of men. And the light shines on or the word shines on in the darkness for the darkness has never overpowered it, the word, put it out or absorbed it or appropriated it or is unreceptive uh, to it. So the word is the ultimate uh, seed. Any increase of, now listen, this kind of life. You see, we're interested in the the purpose of of. Uh, gathering together is uh, is to learn the life that God has for us. It's a different kind of life than just life uh, like out there in the world. Have uh, <clears throat> um, it starts on the inside, coming alive to God, not dead to God. Hey, do you remember being dead to God? Your problem with darkness is you don't, you know, your eyes get accustomed to it. And you don't, th- you don't think anything of it. It's just normal. Don't even know what makes us stumble or fall or those types of things. Uh, we adjust to that. See, uh, <clears throat> and the trouble with darkness is, uh, you know, the, and deception. The opposite of revelation is deception. There's, not, there's no really no middle ground. Really, not a lot of gray. Uh, gray areas where that's concerned. And the trouble with deception is that we think we know, but we don't. You know, that's why we can't just trust our own reasoning or arguments or what the, uh, the word of the world. Uh, we, we come to the word of God, which is the, it's, it's just the eternal dictionary uh, defines life. This is the dictionary. If you want to know uh, how to grow, this is the ultimate seed. If you don't want to be in the dark, this is the ultimate light. It's the Word of God. Everything came from the Word of God. It says there's nothing that's in existence that didn't come from the Word. All right? It still holds true today. Anything uh, of the life of God, anything, uh, you know, good in uh, in our lives, (coughs) anything God in our lives... Uh, is going to come from the Word of God. The the beautiful thing about that, listen, the Bible says we're saved by the Word. That's why the devil does everything that he can to keep us away from the Word of God because this is the this Word is is uh, there's life in the Word. That's what it says, isn't it? It says it says in the Word in Him was life. In the Word was life, and the life was the light of man, and. You know, we're in the dark until the word comes. How many of you got some, uh, some? you know, the saying in the world, uh, you know, well, I'm just kind of in the dark where that's concerned. Not knowing, you know. It's just, it's not seen clearly. Unknown, ununderstood. Uh, but when, you know, uh, uh, when the light of God's word shines on that, then it's revealed. Revelation comes. You know, how many of you ever been, you know, uh, out back at night or whatever, starless night, and, you know, uh, even what you think is familiar, you know, you can peer into the darkness, but, you know, and then your mind can run wild. Well, I think this, I think that, I think the other. And uh, 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 then, but when light comes, you find out, well, that wasn't what I thought it was at all. I remember, you know, going hunting and, and for sure, I mean, you know, uh, for sure, I'm sure that looks like a deer over there. And then light come on and all it was was a bush. 
when when the dawn come up, it wasn't a deer at all. It was just a bush, shaped like a deer, you know, because you're wanting to see that so bad. All right. Anyway, the word of God. So, you know, uh, the investment and in, of time uh, and energy towards the word of God pays high dividends. That doesn't pay. You know, this is no one arm bandit. You're going to get rich over uh, overnight where that is concerned. Um, however, over you know, with due diligence to the word and over uh, over uh, the course uh, of time of just walking with God, living life, doing life together with God, uh, more the there'll be. The balance scale of more and more word in your life working, more and more of the truth in your life counter uh, counter uh, balancing out uh, you know uh, the faults and the unknown and all of these things uh, in uh, in our lives. Eventually, the scales begin to tip, and uh, and we and we begin to really enjoy. Uh, the abundant life that Jesus talked about. But it's centered up with the Word of God. Whatever we do with the Word is the same thing we're doing with God. If God and the Word are one, however we approach the Word, same way we're approaching God. If we ignore the Word, have no time for the Word, we're ignoring God and we have no time for Him. I know that that... Don't don't complicate it that, you know, with an excuse or any other kind of thing. It's just, you know... Uh, this is the basis. This is a basic thing that God's going to work with. You know, it'd be kind of foolish for somebody to throw, uh, you know, to throw Nick Saban a basketball and say, "Here, see what you can do with that." It's not the same game, isn't that right? Well, for the Christian, you know, any other thing but this thing right here. This, this is what God's given us to work with. We might as well learn how to play, how to play to win. How to handle it, amen? All right, so <clears throat> did you get something there? Let's go back to Hebrews, the second uh, chapter. And first verse, it says, since all this is true. Now, that, now that's a, that is a tie-in statement of everything in the previous uh, chapter. Let me sum up the previous chapter, chapter 1, with just one, one major thought. A revelation here, and it's it's verse number three. It's talking about Jesus. It says he is the soul. Uh, verse one of Hebrews, chapter one, verse three of Hebrews. He is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light being, the outraying or radiance of the divine, and he is the perfect imprint and very image of God's nature, upholding and maintaining and guiding and prevail, propelling the universe or all of creation. By his mighty word of power. All right, that's the that's the fundamental frame uh, of uh, uh, of chapter one. That's the central central truth that's being conveyed there. So we could, for chapter two, we could simply say, all right, since that is true, that that there is the 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 word. Of his power, his powers in has been deposited in his word. If God wants something, he speaks it, and it happens. He uses words like you'd use 
Well, he just uses words. Amen. He works with words. All right. He says a thing, declares a thing, and it is. All right. Now, uh, think about this. He is upholding and maintaining. And he said this about Jesus. He said he is a perfect imprint in the very image of God's nature. It is God's nature, you know, to use words of power to create and not just put it there to begin with, but to uphold it, maintain it, guide it, and propel it forward with his word. Well, think about your and my life, all right? You know, uh, if at any time we're not uh, being upheld, maintained, or guided, or, or propelled, but we're being thwarted and stuck and, and standing still or going backwards <clears throat> or losing out, well, it's it's it, perhaps it's a uh, it's a word situation. The lack of power is a lack of that word in our life. The good news is is that we can change that at any time. I said we can change that at any time. All right, and that's why we're here tonight. Now, uh, since all that's true, it says we ought to pay much closer attention to ever to the truths that we have heard lest in any way we drift past them and slip away. Now, <clears throat> you know, this is this is 66 volumes, a whole bunch of pages. I don't know how many, you know, exactly. Most of them are over, you know, 11, 12, 1,300 pages in most Bibles. Uh, you don't, you, you know, this is going to last forever. We're going to live out of this forever, all right? D, it, it, it's it, it's, it's uh, power-packed, all right? Um, <clears throat> there's not... It's not necessary for us to know all of it right now. We don't need to know everything, but we do need to know what we need to know right now. You know, for today and for the uh, next step. You know, uh, Sandy and I, you know, I think of the scripture, uh, you know, on today. Jesus said, well, uh, you know, he goes, don't don't be getting way over there into tomorrow because sufficient for the day is the evil thereof. You got enough trouble today. Anybody have any trouble today? Trouble is common to life, you know. Uh, but the uh, the triumph is in the Word of God. The overcoming is in the Word. It is in the Word of God, you know, uh, that we uh, that we need the answers. And life just keeps getting bigger, you know. Uh, you know, we we've had some things happen and everything today that years ago it would have, you know, it would have been the hole in the boat that sunk the whole ship, you know. Uh, but sometimes you just learn to put a cork in it, you know. Uh, get to the other side, and if we have to, we'll just get a bigger ship, you know. We just need a greater measure. Yeah. Have you noticed that life just gets greater? You know, with Miss Sandy, it was one kiss and all this. And I'm telling you what, now after, you know, 40-something years, there's a lot of all this. You know, it'd just be simpler to live in the back seat of your own car, have a tent and uh, <clears throat> anyhow. But most people won't come along with you if you're living like that. Isn't that true? But life gets bigger, doesn't it? I mean, it gets greater. And the, not just the prosperity of life, but the problems that go along with it. Poor people actually have a whole lot less problems than rich folks do. 
Amen. You may think, you know, here's one of the things, you know, uh, as a Christian, you may have more problems than you had when you were living for the devil. You know, because uh, because he wants you back. said he'll get seven, seven more uh, worse than his cell uh, to come, not just his cell, but he's going to bring a gang back with him, try to get you back again. Are you listening? Amen. You know, but the good news is, is that, you know, we've overcome the, uh, you know, we've overcome the evil one, haven't we? If you're saved, you're saved. You belong to God. God's not going to let you fail if you just listen to him. You know, uh, you, you may not be there today, but God knows the way to there. All right. Which is, you know, sometimes I've held the sign up. Uh, literally, when I was a kid, used to run away from home. Uh, one of my favorite images was a was a cardboard sign that said anywhere but here. I'd hitchhike both ways sometimes. Yes, <laughs> anywhere but here. Amen. Had you know uh, sometimes I've been that way spiritually. Dear God, anywhere but here, get me out of this, Lord. If you get me out of this, I promise. I promise. I promise. You know, uh, and and sometimes you know mo- most times we just go through things. We just go through things. And we, you know, and paying the more earnest heed to what we have heard is that, you know, God's always faithful. He'll put the answers there. Most of the time, if you'll be led by him, he's already preemptive. He's already trying to build in, you know, uh, some stuff before you ever get there so that when you get there, it may be a sudden or, or somewhat of a surprise. But, you know, you reach back and, and uh you know, uh, just like if you got a storm in the natural, if you growed the garden and, you know, killed the deer and all that kind of stuff and, you know, ground the sausage and the freezer's full, the, the, the cupboards are full and all that kind of stuff. You know, while there's a rush on Walmart and there ain't nothing on the shelf, you're going to be okay because you got something. You were, di- you were diligent in the sunshiny day when the storm comes. We're going to be all right. We'll make it. Same thing with the Word of God. You know, we can, we can lay up the Word as treasure in our heart that we might not sin against God or miss the mark. You know, that, you know, you know understand what I'm saying. Sin, a lot of times, just missing the mark. You know, um, we were prepared. We were prepared. You know, the Word will prepare us and prayer will prepare us, all right? Uh, but giving, uh, it says we must pay attention... And look down here a little bit in verse number 3. It says, How shall we escape if we neglect and refuse to pay attention to such a great salvation as is now offered to us? Now, letting it drift uh, letting it drift past us forever. The, the offer comes every day uh, for us uh, you know, to spend time with God, to, to open this book, to, to walk with Him, have fellowship with Him. And you go... You, you, you know, in in life, I found this to uh, uh, be true. There's a lot there. I've, I've got you know, I've got some regrets uh, in life. Most of them come to the surface is when you know uh, I'm I'm faced with a problem, and in hindsight, I would have done things a little different. It's okay, brother Bruce. You, you might be the only one that's ever done that, but take. Take courage, my heart. <laughs> Stay steadfast, my soul. 
They're pretending it don't apply to them, but they're just like you. They're still going through. That's true. All right, now, you know, uh, but you know, the Lord is so good and so kind. You know, with Him, it's like, well, better late than never. How many of you have found out you you feel like, boy, I wish I'd have known that earlier, but I found out too late for some circumstances, situations, but the Lord's so good to go, well, better late than never. Amen. Just better late than never. It's now that it's offered. The great salvation is now. It's it, you got to get be in the now with God in the now moment. You know, it, it, stuff happens, and then you have to say, "Okay, but what now?" I can't change what it, uh, you know, that. But what now? And change can happen immediately, but everything, you know, won't change overnight. But change can begin right now. And aren't you? God is so good to us. He just is so good. He. Uh, you know, uh, he, you know, he doesn't kick us when we're down. He just picks us up, dusts us off. Say, okay, what now? Let's, you know, let's move on here. Amen. Um, we <clears throat> pay attention. The Bible says, attend to it. Paying attention to the truths. Um, God's word. That Jesus said this, God's word is truth. It is the ultimate truth. And and why that is important, it, it is the truth, all right, against which every other thing that might seem true. Most, you know, falsehoods include an element of truth because the devil's a liar. He's, he's not an original of anything. He steals everything and perverts it. So, so even most falsehoods include a certain amount of truth in it. That's why it's so hard sometimes to discern, distinguish. Look at when he messed with Jesus. He was quoting scriptures to him, but he was twisting it. Because the Bible says truth isn't in him. All right. But, uh, you know, Jesus said this. He said, your word is truth. Now, truth being this, this the ultimate standard. It's also this is the ultimate reality. You know, now we may have facts that include some elements of truth in them, but the the truth, the ultimate reality of God's word, will change facts. It will change everything. Remember, it 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 everything that is is subject to and came out from the word of God. That right, and if it gets chaotic and out of line, God just speaks His word to it, and it has to line right back up with the ultimate truth, so His word. Well, the the good news is that He gave this to us. He goes, now listen, I'm offering. He said the salvation package is is that I'm going to change you from the inside out. He said I'm going to give you my nature, and it's my nature to speak to things. To, that, that what I believe, uh, I, I, I speak the word of faith and the word, the, uh, the word of power, and I make things happen. Now, that's a, it seems like a foreign way to live, but it's actually not. I mean, everybody lives this way. You'll hear people, you know, I, I heard some folks the other day, you know, two, 
two fellas and they're, they're playing guitars and all. One of them says, stop it. You're going to give me a heart attack. And the other one says, you're going to give me a heart attack. I'm old enough now to have a heart attack. And they both laughed and said, you know, yeah, we, yeah we're both old enough to heart attack, have a heart attack. You know, Well, now listen, probably eventually they will have a heart attack because they're talking that. They're, they're, they're talking that. You know now, why would they be talking that? Because they're because they believe that. Isn't that right? Believe in heart attacks. See, I don't. You know, <clears throat> I say this when when the thought comes. You know, uh, uh, you know, you're you're going to have a heart attack. I say, no, I'll never have a heart attack. I'll never have a stroke. I'll never have anything like that. I'm going to live long and strong. Uh, all the days of my life, my strength uh, will equal the length of my days. But no, it won't. No, I'm not going to have that. Well, you know, uh, um, why would you say such a thing? Well, why would I say something else? If I understand that my words have power just like God's words have power. I have been created in His image as a speaking spirit. And the advantage I have is He's given me his word, he's given me the ultimate truth that I can change every other thing out there. I can, I can declare that. And it'd be done for me. Same thing for you. Doesn't even matter. You know, it worked for you without you even knowing it. The Bible says if a man shall believe in his heart, you know, uh, and say with and confess with his mouth. Now, why can't you just believe in your heart? Why would it include... That so great a salvation started with believing in the heart, but confess with, with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And it happened, and that He became our Lord, saved us. Isn't that right? Now, how did that happen? With with by believing God's word, that ultimate truth, God, uh, it, it just went to working for you immediately, and it changed, you know. Uh, it changed everything about you. Now, everything didn't change all at once, but, you know, uh, except on the inside, it's going to take a while for the rest of it to catch up. That's all. Isn't that right? All right, we've got to grow up into these things. All right, God's Word is the greatest power. It is the greatest authority. It has the greatest ability. God's word is the truth, and, and the truth is the greatest and highest reality. The new life, the abundant life, the eternal life, the salvation, the foundation of that is the word of God. It's the fundamental truth reality uh, that we cannot separate God and his word. You can't separate God's word and his works. His word works. It's full of power. God's word is full of power. I say God's word is full of power. You know, we need to be looking and listening in order to be seeing and hearing, uh, you know, uh, what God is saying and what God is showing. And God, if you're just looking, uh, you know, if, if, if you're looking and listening, you're, God's saying and showing. He wants you to know. God doesn't want to keep us in the dark. All right, God, everything God is, everything God does, and everything God has uh, is, is uh, from His Word. We read John 1 and uh, 1. Now, uh, my measure, what I do with God's Word, 
um, whether I'm attentive to it or neglecting of it is a measure. And a measure involves quantity and quality. Mark the fourth chapter, 22 and 25. Let's turn over there right quick. Are you getting bored with me here? I know that it's hot in here. You might have had too many shady chips before you come, but bear with me just a little while. We'll get you out of here in good shape. You'll sleep good tonight. Mark 4 chapter. Jesus in 22 said, Things are, te- are hidden temporarily only as a means to revelation. For there is nothing hidden except to be revealed, nor is anything temporarily kept secret except in order that it may be made known. Now, if any man has ears to hear, let him be listening and let him perceive and comprehend. Now, think about that statement. You know, God wants you to know, but there are things that are hidden, not from you, but they are hidden for you. That, that, that is a matter of maturity. It is a matter of pursuit. It is a matter of you wanting to know. It is a matter of you wanting to grow. Uh, growth is beyond what we know and understand right now. It's outside of, what, of where we are. Isn't that true? You know, many times problems arise and, and what they do, the choice is, is the devil's side is to press us out of measure, out of, away from God. See, looking to ourselves, looking to something or someone else for you know, the solution, or the problem, because problems are going to arise in life, both good problems and bad problems. I mean, you know, both positives and negatives. But the problem is an opportunity, if you look at it from God's side, for us to press into God, are you listening, and to know something that we had not previously known. To see something, find something that was hidden, that we didn't even know we needed it till we got up there. Isn't that true? Um, but the good, the good news here is Jesus lines out. He goes, it's only temporary. He goes, if you, if you will just take the journey, if you keep on walking. I was driving home uh, today. The, I looked at the forecast. I had to go down with Tuff and get some uh, feed. And uh, you go one time a month. And two barrels, it's in plastic, you know, plastic barrels sealed up, no problem with that. But the rest of it's in bags. Well, I got started home, it started sprinkling. Then it started raining. And uh, now I used to deliver uh, uh, newspapers up north, and uh, 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 55 miles an hour is as good as a tarp. Yes. Yes. Just as good as a tarp in a pickup truck. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I didn't have a tarp with me. So I just kept driving. I told Sandy, I said, I was doing 65 into 45 in one of them old back roads. I said, but, you know, I had to have the wind uh, uh, blowing. It was raining harder, and the harder it rained, the faster I drove. Uh, it's money sitting there. I mean, wet feet, it just ruined, you know. Uh, but the thing is, is, you know, don't stop now. Don't stop now. Just, just... Press down a little harder. Keep on going. You know, uh, you got to get up underneath the barn. And, and you know, uh, it was all all right. You know, we got there. and ba- There was some bags that were uh, wet. But thank God the co-op makes a good old bag. 
<laughs> his wet on the outside and it let me tell you when you flopped them down uh you know to uh, dump them out it was a couple of them it didn't take much persuasion they was wet enough where we went but everything inside was uh was dry same thing sometimes with god you know don't stop you know beside the road uh you know uh it, just keep on the driving you know, the harder it comes on, put the pedal down, the, hard, the faster you go towards God. Press in, find the answer. Just keep on going with God. Too many people just give up, you know, and, and, they just, and, and the load gets ruined. Just go on. You know, the answer is don't stop. Run on through. You don't understand, Pastor. I'm going through it. Exactly. Stay going through. Amen. I mean, you know, uh, here, here's the thing. You know, you may not out, you may not outrun the storm, but you're gonna find a shelter somewhere. God's got a barn somewhere for you to get up underneath. It'll be all right. You know where the safe place is. You know what I'm saying. All right. If I can just get to there, and God will, God will help you. All right. Um, let's read down just a little bit further. Verse 24. And he said to them. In this, in this context, be careful what you are hearing. So he's talking about quality there. See, see, if words are full of power, and they are. God's words and us made in God's image, our words. Let me tell you something. You have the final say-so over your own life. You do. Now, now listen, now God, God absolutely would love to, and he said everything about you in this book, but you agree with him or disagree with him, but what you say is the final word. Now, this is God's final word on it. This is his desire. This is his intent. This is what he will do. But you and I have the final say. So our words have power over our life. That's why don't worry about folk talking about you. What do you say? Folks can lie about you, but if you know the truth, you're free from that. Isn't that right? See, the circumstances and situations of your life can, you know, can, uh, uh, you know, can lie to you, can lie on you. But if you know the truth, you're free from that. Amen. See, and we do the same thing. We take the word of God and you change things. Yes. And we change things. All right. Um. Be careful what you're hearing. And he said, the measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you and more besides will be given to you who hear. Now, uh, he's talking about both quality. Be careful what you're hearing. He said, and be mindful about the, uh, how much you're hearing, the quantity of what you're hearing. Have... A, have Realize that the measure that you use is the measure that's going to be given back to you. The measure that you bring to the Word of God, to what you're hearing, to the, the measure that you bring to the words uh, for your life is, uh, he said, and of thought and study. See, there's a lot of times folks just come, they're famous for hearing sermons. I mean, you could ask them, you know, that afternoon, by that evening, after they've had lunch and a little bit of night, what... You know, what did the preacher preach on? You know, it was good. I I think it was good. You know, the purpose is, you know, the the, the purpose is, is you don't have to get it all, but get something. 
because there's something in it for you. I'll show you this uh, in just a, a, a second. Unless it says, for him who has will more be given and from him who has nothing. Now, I would say this. If we don't have a a capacity and a capability towards the Word of God, and you've got to grow that. I mean, at first, when you feed a newborn baby, I mean, what, three ounces, two ounces, something like that? And old boys don't get by on three ounces now, do they? Big old boys, ain't they? I mean, they're just about to the hollow leg stage. My, my grandson uh, called today. Turn with me, if you will, over here to uh, Romans. Uh, my grandson today, uh, uh, he had called his nana. But he called me yesterday and I, I had a conversation with him. I said, I said well, buddy, what's uh, house school? He said, good. I said, well, what's your, what's your favorite part? He said, lunch. I said, well, you, you must be going through a growth spurt then. How do you think about food? Are you, are you here? You know, you know, we, but that cut, you, you know, growth there, subsequent with growth, attached to growth is the quantity and quality as well as the capacity and the capability. See, the, uh, you, you, you can grow your capacity. Uh, for the word of God. No one's good at anything the first time's out. You know, but through practice and over and over and over again, you know, uh, uh, we, uh, you know, we grow. Our capacities for the word grow. You know. Our capacity to, to, to know and to understand. Uh, to, to, uh, for our and our mind to be renewed to the word, where where, you know, where this scripture begins to tie in with some other scriptures, and our our, our world begins to expand, Isn't that right? And you'll know, you know, uh, uh, um, our children, uh, um, you know, Kyle especially, you know, the norm was I, they tell you have so you know don't give them any solid food. Uh, for X amount of time, you know. Well, I'm going to tell you what now. Uh, they weren't at home with us and that baby crying all night. So uh, so mama mixed up, uh, you know, with him. He never would take a bottle, so she'd just, she'd spoon him, uh, you know, spoon him some of uh, that little rice cereal mixed up with some milk, you know. And just that little bit of substance. Now, now listen, he wasn't satisfied. He needed more uh, because why? Growth is happening there, see? He just wasn't satisfied. And that's just a natural thing. Same thing with the Word. Maybe we get to a place where we're just not satisfied with the measure that we're at right now. We're still hungry. We're still needing. There's still that craving for more. And that's not an unnatural thing. That's a, a, you know, or even a religious thing. That's like, i got to have other answers for my life. i got to have a more measure of God's will and God's way from God's word, you know, in my life. Because, you know, uh, I'm not satisfied with life in this quantity or this, you know. I need the provision for the the, pro, the problem. Make sense? 
Amen. Well, Jesus said, now, listen, he said, you know, if you have this basic revelation, he said, even more will be given to you. If you understand how this works, that there's nothing hidden but what it's, it's, it's meant to be revealed to you, but now, you know, follow that natural growth pattern, that natural growth instinct, that natural growth, uh, the, how God set it to work in, in, uh, uh, in your life. You know, uh, if what you're hearing, if, be careful what you're hearing. If the quality is not enough to satisfy, don't worry. There's more. There's a better word for your life. There's more truth for your life. And if, you know, uh, and if the measure, four ounces, if four ounces isn't enough, you can have all, you can have enough until, you know, you fall asleep. It just drools out of your mouth. You know what I'm saying? It's really not that complicated. But listen, the, the Bible says as, as even as newborn babes in, the, uh, in Christ. You know, it's hard to admit. You know, I, I learned how to play the... Uh, attempting to learn how to play the guitar. And uh, you just have to accept the, f- the fact that you're just a rank, raw beginner. <laughs> oh, yeah, all these aspirations, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it's kind of like, you know what I mean? You're just a beginner. It takes all the pressure off. You just enjoy where you're at. Uh, you know, you just take it slow and easy and enjoy the progress, making some progress in the process when you don't need to be, you know, when you're six years old and say, I'll be glad when I can leave home and drive my own car and, you know, and say, yeah, buy your own food and toilet paper and all that kind of stuff too. <laughs> Amen. You, you know, careful what you wish for. Just enjoy being six. Even if you do go to clean your room and go to bed at 8 o'clock. Trust me. Are you listening? There'll be plenty of nights you're up past 8 o'clock paying for all that stuff. Moving right along. All right, we, we're, we're done for tonight. We've had about all that we can uh, take with um, for now. Uh, our ushers will go ahead and serve you. Did you get anything out of this? You know. Now listen, preaching, it, 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 we need that. We need the, the, the inspiration. But teaching, we get some information. And, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, it, it's a wonderful thing to be inspired. You know, we're children of God. We're on our way uh, uh, to heaven. And if you're not so easy, just put your trust in Jesus. Ask Jesus to... Uh, uh, to be Lord of your life. Let him drive the car. He'll get you there. Amen. Uh, Turn your life over to him. And uh, he's a good God. And that's a simple, uh, very, very simple solution to a huge, huge problem. Um, But... uh, But... You know, have you noticed that we that that we got saved with heaven in mind, but here we are stuck here <laughs> on this old planet, and we got to make you know you got to get there. I mean, you got to get there. Heaven's wonderful. I mean, it's going to be so glorious. You know, uh, you'll forget all about all the troubles down here and all that kind of stuff after a while. Uh, but we still got to get there. God left us here. And this is training for ruling and reigning here. I mean, you know, you could be successful here, but it's a life of faith. And, and he gave us his word. It's everything that we need. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word uh, remains. Uh, but we've got to have some 
instruction, some information uh, about how, to, how this applies to our life in very practical ways. Amen. Uh, and the, uh, uh, we're receiving words every day. Just include this. Put a different, let, let the balance scale be a little different measure. The paying attention to uh, the Word of God. It'll pay tremendous dividends, you know, uh, uh, over time. Have to believe that little, little increments of investment uh, daily of the Word of God will amount over time to a huge, rich, great fortune in your life. Amen? All right. Uh, I, I did want to share, um, um, I did want to share a scripture with you from this as we've been talking about uh, tithes and offerings and, um, and, you know, God has a plan for our life. That includes finances. Let me tell you something. Uh, finances are a huge part of life. You have to have money to make it in this life. God ma- made money, made it uh, that way. But he also has a plan uh, where that's concerned uh, that, uh, that uh, in- includes his blessing. All right, I don't have time to get way down in that. But, you, you know, if you partner with the devil, he, he said this, uh, you know, and, and this is the temptation. He said, now listen, he goes, all you got to do, all you got to do is hook up with me. He goes, uh, he told the uh, children of, of uh, Israel through a, a king uh, that had besieged this city. And he, he said to him, he said, listen, just come and surrender to me. If you'll surrender to me, he goes, I'm going to, he goes, I'm, I'm going to make life easy for you. I'm going to take you to a place that would be better than this. You won't have the struggles that you have. You won't have all this problem right now. He goes, he goes all you got to do is surrender to me. Same thing the devil told Jesus. He said, all you got to do, he goes, I know what you want. You want all this. You want the kingdoms of this world. And all you, I'm going to give you the easy way out. No cross, no crucifixion, no trouble. He said, all you got to do is partner up with me. You worship me, we're good to go. I'll give you what you want. Jesus said, no, that's, that's not God's way. That's not the way to get it. Okay, because you're, because, because you're going to be out of the picture. All right, so partnership with God involves a tithe and the offering. And now listen, it's simply trust. That the, the base issue is trust, you know. Uh, not just in our heart, but with all of our life, you know, uh, giving God things. I want to, uh, uh, and we've been talking about uh, uh, the offering. So uh, some examples out of the, it's all through the Bible, through the Old Testament, New Testament. I want to give you a New Testament thing here. It says, uh, verse uh, Luke 21, it says, Just then he looked up, talking about Jesus, and saw the rich people dropping offerings in the collection plate. Now listen, you know, remember it wasn't no paper money, so you could hear. You know, big coin make a big noise. A lot of big coin make a lot of big noise. And it says, then he saw a poor widow put in two pennies. He said, the plain truth is that this widow has given by far the largest, the largest offering today. Now, that just seems backwards, doesn't it? But now listen to the key here. He said, all these others made offerings that they'll never miss. And she gave extravagantly what she couldn't afford. She gave her all. Now... Now, he didn't force her to do that. It was a matter of trust, all right? She was looking at, I believe, as seed. But here's the thing. It's not a sacrifice if you'll never miss it. 
See, the measure of this, if it don't matter to you, it doesn't matter to God. Now, now, now how would we get there? There's no trust involved. What well, the issue here is there's no trust involved if you give out of something that you'll never miss. You know, When we first learned to tithe, uh, it's hard because, because you, you're, we're convinced we're going to miss that money. You, you see what I'm saying? You know, but we have to learn that we can trust God, that God, uh, that God will uh, more than make up the difference where that's concerned in partnership. Same thing with an offering. You know, if we give just what we'll never miss, it's still an offering. Don't misunderstand. But it, it, it's, it, you know, it's, he said she gave the greatest, and the percentage was small by, by way of natural things. But by way of faith and trust, it was huge. It made the book. Why? Because, because if you never miss it, then it's not the kind of sacrifice that gets God's attention in a way. Are you listening? As if it don't matter to you, it really doesn't matter to God. You know, if you've ever given to God, and I mean, you know, you 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 know, with you went forth with tears. I need this, but I'm going to trust God. You know, the Bible says you will come surely again with joy reaping. Why? You and God will pay much more attention where faith and interaction are concerned when you have to have the harvest. You know what I'm saying? You know, where we're trusting God for the harvest, looking to God for the And that's what it is. Ties off a show of trust in God. And we have to grow in that. And wonderfully, he said, well, prove me. You know, you know, we're we're Sandy and I live this uh, live this way. We don't do it perfectly, but we're learning. We're trying to get over more and more into the training for ruling and reigning. You know, there are people uh, that that know a lot more about this uh, than we do. But I tell you what, over the years, we've proven God is faithful, and we've proven that God is true. God's not, you know. Uh, uh, going to punish you if you do. He's not going to, uh, uh, if, you, if you do or you don't, he's looking for trust. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a matter. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church. 